Hello and welcome to Game Soup, a gaming podcast to end all gaming podcasts. And the kind of end all, like, if all gaming podcasts fell victim to a zombie apocalypse and this podcast was the last one left standing, but only because all the other gaming podcasts had chased it out of civilized society and forced it to live in the great northern wilderness like some kind of feral beast. Mothman. That's the kind of end all gaming. Anyway, I'm your host, Emily Catless, Swedish born of the House Mafia, the worst of her name, Queen of the Weird, the Wild, and exceptionally mediocre, the rightful queen of maybe my protector of Italian virginity, queen of dumpster fires with questionable content, oat soup of the great grass sea, the unburnt, I've never watched Game of Thrones, and the little bit has gone on long enough. It's October, the hallowed season of spooky shit, candy, and in the video game and streaming world, that means people will pick up horror games for probably the first and only time that they have all year. There are so many great articles and podcasts out there that tell you which horror games you should be playing, which ones are great to, you know, play, which ones are fun, uh, which, so naturally, I'm going to do pretty much exact opposite of that. I'm going to tell you which horror games you definitely should not play. And if you haven't noticed, um, I'm going to do it uh, to the sweet dulcet tones of some random Mozart piano concerto because he's dead and can't smack me with a copyright violation. All the versions of this sound the exact same. So unless everyone who's ever done Mozart piano concertos hits my ass with a copyright violation, Area 51 storming style, it's fine. Uh, fine. Uh, so I'm gonna warn you off with bad horror games and subtly and still a taste for classical music at the same time. Okay, I was listening to it as I was I got this part off before recording. Uh, any anyway, I will get into it. Here's some horror games you definitely should not be playing this spooky season. And I'm not going to worry about, like, a no-spoilers podcast episode, because hopefully if I do spoil it, you won't want to play the game, which is exactly the point of this podcast. This is, like, the warning, nuclear waste site ahead sign of horror game podcast episode. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure you hate these games, even if you've never played them, or never even heard of them. The first one that comes to mind is a game I wasted $5 and three hours of my life on. A walkthrough horror game called The Park. A haunted amusement park in missing child sounds like a great time, right? Wrong. It is the worst time. It's like the company that developed it sat down and went, Okay, we're gonna make a Layers of Fear style horror game, except we're gonna add a completely whacked out plotline that doesn't make any fucking sense, and then flavor it with some absolute ignorance and insensitivity about mental illness, because that's what this game came out like. First of all, if your kid disappears in an amusement park, especially one that's abandoned, of course you're gonna stop and ride the rides, right? No! But that's what this game has you do. You take a merry jaunt around this abandoned amusement park, riding the rides, taking the time to fix the rides so you can ride them, picking up random scraps of paper that you find lying around instead of, oh, I don't know, finding your kid who's actively calling out to you. And then you get to the end of the game and it turns out you're actually in your crap ass dump of an apartment. And oh yeah, your kid doesn't actually exist because you killed him. Because your Zoloft wasn't working right, you were drunk. I rate this game as a solid negative 87 out of 10, and I want those three hours of my life back. Thanks. 
Next game is kind of a hot take. Outlast 2. Now, Emily. How, how can you say that Outlast 2 is terrible? You probably think. Outlast 2 is one of the greatest horror games of our generation. Because Outlast, the original, was one of the greatest games of our generation in the horror genre. How could you say that it's a, it's... How could you add it to this list? Well, I'll tell you. It's because they took all of the horrifying undertones that flavored Outlast 1 and turned those flavors into Fifty Shades of What the Fuck. I'm not talking about, like, a vaguely horrified, you know, extremely terrified what the fuck. I'm talking about the kind of what the fuck feeling that happens when you watch a really bad TikTok video. Coincidentally, what the fuck is, like, 80% of this game's protagonist dialogue line. Which actually does help the immersion thing, but it's less like, you know, you're, you're in the game as opposed to, like, the game's protagonist has gained sentience, knows he's in a game and is reacting to the plotline accordingly right there with that kind of immersion. This game has has two alternating plotlines in one. Uh, less like a, like, a, like a plot and a subplot, but more like someone trying to smash together a game and a DLC. And honestly, the secondary plotline with the bad priest man was way better than whatever the fuck is going on in redneck shantytown sex cult plotline has. I'm not going to tell you not to play it, but just know that I rank this game as a solid what the fuck out of 10. I played it three times. It gets worse every time. And God doesn't love you, not like I do. It certainly doesn't love you. How to do it. God doesn't love you. I'm not sure God loves anybody after playing that. I play this game. The third game is another pretty popular horror game called Emily Wants to Play. This game sucks because it's like the horror game version of a shitty bowling alley arcade game where you have to step on the little foot pads that light up to get a high score. You'll get the pattern exactly right so you can get, you know, advance to the next level or whatever. Except in Emily Wants to Play, those lit light up pads that help you advance to the next level, you gotta do certain things in a certain order. That's uh, that's actually haunted dolls or cursed dolls that send you back to the beginning of the game if they kill you, if you get the steps wrong. I haven't even gotten to the third doll and I'm already bored. Sean, why did you put this cursed game out into the world? Why? You should have started with Pacify. That game fucking rules. Pacify is excellent. Emily wants to play sucks farts, and I can take about seven minutes of it before I'm already bored to hell, begging the dolls to drag me there and put me out of my misery. I rank this game as a solid fuck Emily, I'm not playing, out of 10. The next game I have for you is The Evil Within. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I can't stand this game, but it's because I don't like horror games that let me punch things, but have the enemies hit back harder than I can. Change that. Uh, at least let me upgrade myself so I can just fight, like, just fight the Crimson Horde to death, you know? Like, with my bare hands. And man-to-man, -man, Andre the Giant style. Uh, but, uh... My personal preference aside, this game, objectively. I was just testing to see if you were still listening. Okay, for real this time. The, the deck. This is this one's for real. Not me just checking to see if you're listening. The a game you shouldn't play is Justine, one of the amnesia games, sister to the Dark Descent and a Machine for Pigs. This game is an absolute nuisance. Not to mention, it's so far out there in the realms of. Of, of plotline and of premise that 
I mean, a machine for pigs was far out there, premise one. But it, 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 it stuck the landing. Justine not only did not stick the landing, it didn't even get off the ground. Justine is, is, if a machine for pigs took a really wild and weird premise, stuck the landing, then Justine is, uh, Still kind of dragging itself along the ground trying to figure out how to walk it's uh it's th this justine is in the same style as the other amnesia games you know with the same nauseating frictional graphics that make your eyes either cross or roll back into your head and really wish someone had, somewhere had thought to put a sharpness filter on it everything kind of see vision all go whack and it takes you know 10 minutes or so to at least headache or worse uh but this game is different than the other two because it wants you to have a moral dilemma that's what it sent you with. choose do you kill people to make the game go by faster to get things done faster and more efficiently or do you save the people in this game and retain a shred of your human well the answer is simple because if you die you go right back to the beginning of the game so by your fourth time starting waking up in that cell you're willing to forsake any sense of morality that you had uh which is not very much considering you start out the game as a psychopath and you're just you're willing to throw all that morality out the absolute fucking window and just run the random weirdo in the next cell over begging for his life through with a giant wooden spike if it gets you out of that part of the game faster this game is ass. The plot is ass. The moral dilemma is ass. It's all ass. Justine is just a bunch of ass wrapped up in frictional games graphics. I can't believe the same studio that came up with the weird brilliance that was a machine for pigs produced this flaming wreck of a game. It's absolutely astounding. One of the great mysteries of our generation is how the minds that came up with The Dark Descent and A Machine for Pigs were like, let's just throw this fucking thing. It's like someone had a weird fever dream about what the plot of Justine is like. Oh, what if what if you woke up in a dungeon and you were voice recordings, and actually your own voice? There were people trapped in this, this place with you. Had to choose whether or not to whether or not you were going to kill them. Fun and also let's add in some some childhood trauma and some romantic drama in here because every psychopath just can't have it without it, of course. But, it's, <laughs> I, st I can't believe it's part of the same game pack. I, I, I would have thought it was like some weird, like, fan-made copy where, like, I don't know how to write a plot. I don't really care about a plot. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna rip off the first strange season two criminal line. Fine, we're gonna call that plot line. So I, I, it's <laughs> down, they came else by so good why why did you come up with the flaming ass that is justine where did it come from her who's who you know i'm not even trying i'm not even gonna try um i i would rank this game how would i rank this game i'd rank this game as a uh solid morals don't mean shit when you're getting killed by the shriveled and ghoulish half-human remnants of your ex-boyfriends that you trapped your weird dungeon labyrinth and having to restart the game over again out of 10. That's that's what I would. Justine. 
My god, there are easier ways to deal with your issues than a weird dungeon labyrinth. Just get some therapy. So, uh... I guess that's it for this episode. I don't have any more games. Those are those are the those are the big ones that I'm I'm begging you to avoid. I'm begging you. Don't don't even waste your time on. Uh don't do it. They're they're cheap poor imitations of games done by the same developer that uh You know, just just don't play the you could go play the one the other games by those done those games. And they're excellent. Do you like them? not even like the black sheep yeah, but they're like they're like the weird troll that lives under the bridge next to the house of the family of those games that's what those are like that's what these so please don't play these games do not waste your time in your games and also please don't trap your ex-boyfriends in a dungeon labyrinth to solve your more process your trauma don't that's also a thing uh, also, don't don't join any weird redneck religious sex cults in anti-tank role forever. Don't do that either. Uh, but as far as that goes, uh, those things might seem very spooky, but please do not celebrate Halloween. Take advantage of the king. Have a have a safe and happy Halloween. Uh, with the appropriate amount of spooks that do not involve redneck shanty town sex cults, dungeon lap, or losing island in park, and I will see you next time on uh, game soup. Fuck is my outro music? Gotten worse. Oh yeah, follow me on Twitter. Shut the fuck up, Mozart.